You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Oceaga is coming back in full force from July 29th to the 31st at Parc Jean Drapeau, and that means our Oceaga podcast series is coming back, too. All summer long, Sarah and I will be listening to music from every band featured on all three days of Oceaga and sharing some of our favorites with you every two weeks as part of this podcast. Five bands per episode, two episodes per day, and just to make things a little more interesting for ourselves, we stayed away from the headlining bands for each day, uh, even though all those headlining bands are great. Uh, but we just wanted to challenge ourselves and really listen to some music that we haven't really been listening to that much. Uh, if you like the show, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or just about anywhere else that you get your podcasts. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show, enjoy the summer, and see you at Oceaga. Welcome back to the Oceaga Podcast, presented by 9to5.cc. That's a train going by in the back. Perfect timing! Just as soon as that train drives by is when I pressed record. Sarah was like, I don't want to close the window. You won't hear the train. Tell me, (laughs) listener, do you hear that train going by? Choo-choo! This thing is touching my face. I don't like it. And Sarah's in a mood, you guys. It's freaking me out. The microphone touches you. I don't want it to touch me. Well, you'll figure it out. Is this better? Yes, it's fine. Mm. So we're moving on to Saturday. Thank you for everyone who listened and provided your feedback. Wait, that was for real? Yeah, this is how our intro happens. Do you know the 9to5.cc podcasting brand is all about professionalism and giving it your all? (laughs) Um, So we're moving on to Saturday. Uh, so to follow our rule of no headliners, which I don't know if we specified in the Friday edition, but we mean... No, we did. But we, we, no, we did say no headliners, but we mean the top line of the billing. So that means that eliminated from our choices for Saturday, ASAP Rocky, Burna Boy, uh, Krangbin, Porter Robinson, and Mitski. And those are the only ones that I chose Damn it, Google. you messed it up. Uh, I guess we'd be remiss. Actually, you know what? I'll save it for later. Um... I don't know if we're going to talk about them or not. But let's wait until next episode to find out. Because I didn't choose my three bands. Exactly. Sarah hasn't picked her bands yet for next episode. We only picked for this episode. Um, but I do want to sh- shout out that uh, way back when, in Oshiaga 2017, there was a little band that only had one album out called Men I Trust. Now they have like three albums out and like multiple EPs and everything else. And the reason I'm bringing up 2017 is on that year after Oceaga, fresh after hanging out with like Sean White and Sean White's dog, the famous snowboarder, they came and recorded uh, Grumpy's uh, Go Plug Yourself. They went and it's did an true. episode of Go Plug Yourself. Go listen to that. Go go back. It's episode 137. There's actually, if you go just to go, uh, go plug yourself on 9to5.cc, uh, there's like a link to the Men I Trust video c- uh, uh, podcast because it's one of my favorite interviews that we had with Emma and Dragos. So that's what I did want to shout out. I don't know if we're going to talk about them in episode two or a lot. Also, I need to shout out my um, second love affair. My Friday love affair was Charlie XCX. My second love affair is Tovalo, and I don't know if she's going to make the cut for recommendations, but I do love her. He does. So Tovalo, if you're listening, yeah, he really wants to meet you. Yes. Just to say hey. Nothing weird. Yeah, he's not a weird guy. You seem like a good time. I mean, if you want to do drugs, he'll do drugs with you. I, yep. <laughs> um, 
So anyway, those are those are my caveats about Saturday. Do you have any any Saturday caveats before we get into it, Sarah? No, I'm gonna save that for t- tomorrow. I mean, whatever day we do the next one, mm-hmm. because I mixed up Saturday 2020 <laughs> with Kay. Saturday 2022, and I was like, I'm surprised this band is coming back. <laughs> Well, 2020 never happened. Sarah. I know, but we did it. We put it together. We, we did put the playlist together. We <laughs> never did the podcast. Yeah. I will. I will say that Saturday is the reason that I had to sh- give some shout out to Men I Trust and Tovalo, and maybe not making the cut. Uh, and again, not to not make the cut for me going to see them live, but just th- Saturday's wo- among it's the most so like busy. stacked days of Oceaga. We are me. not going to stop. No stop. We're going to have a hard time taking photos. And by we, I mean me. Mm-hmm. So if I don't know s- how I'm going to take photos. Just s- come find me. Listen, if you're wearing an outfit that you're particularly proud of and you see like a short, petite, blonde girl uh, at any not of the so acts. Not so petite, no, though. Hey. Uh, you see any of the at any of the acts that we've mentioned uh, uh, who has a camera, just like strike a pose and she'll snap off a couple shots. Yeah. And, and if you're dancing, I'll take a photo of you. Yeah. I mean, I like those ones. The ones with like, remember when everyone's hands are in the air and the balloon, uh, not the balloon, the ball. You mean every festival photo ever from every festival since festival yeah. started being it's thing? You know when everybody's hands in the air and they're just playing with a balloon and it's like a sunset. And no, and the sun hits it in a special way uh-huh. and it gleams. It's um, my favorite. Also, you have bubbles. Yeah, Come bu- see me. I love <laughs> bubbles. Sarah likes pho- taking photographs of no, bubbles. No, not about the photographs. I just like bubbles. But uh, And also photographs of bubbles. Yeah, I love bubbles. Um. Anyway, talking about bubbles. My Nope. Very poor <laughs> transition. <laughs> um. So my first pick on Saturday is a band that like I'm kind of shocked is not in the headline. But that's, I guess, just a, a tribute to the how stacked it is, which is... Jack Antonoff's band, Bleachers. We listen to a lot of Bleachers. We do listen to a lot of Bleachers. I was a fan. So he was in Fun first. Remember Fun? They no. sang. The, yes, you do. Everyone remembers Fun. Sing just, it to me. The We Are Young song. Oh. <laughs> he's in the. Exactly. He's on that band. And I was not a very big fan of Fun, even though that track was like massive. Um. But when he started off with, I think Bleacher started off as like a side project for him, and now Fun is not a band, and Bleacher's is. So I guess that's how that goes. <laughs> I was like pretty much immediately a fan. He, the first single. I didn't know that they were not a band anymore. Fun? Yeah, they stopped being a band in like. That 20, song is still like. Hits my Yeah, because it's like an anthem. Like everybody. It's true. It is an anthem. Everybody who's Remember young. Remember that anthem? Everybody who's young wants to sing We Are Young and rub it in our faces because. I want to get better, which is like Sarah and I were listening to it in the car the other day. I want to get better by Bleachers is like a like if I had to make oh a my list God, I love it. of like 500 songs or whatever that I could listen to only those songs. I want to get better is definitely on that list. I like and I'm not saying they're like, oh, is it a 499? I don't know where it is. I just I can't close myself to like a top 20. So I'm saying a top 500. It's one of my favorite songs. That in a big enough sample of songs, he doesn't have a best friend because he can't choose one. That's how he friends. is. Anyway, so that song came top out. Top five hundred is great that for Keith. That song came out in twenty fourteen. What? That song no. is eight years old. So oh my god, we are not. Young. It's technically six years old because two, <laughs> two years two of our years lives didn't, didn't happen. Oh man, that's the way that I see it. Jack Antonoff. Uh, 
comes from New Jersey. If you can't tell from the way that he really is inspired by Bruce Springsteen, the the song also that I picked, I don't like Bruce Springsteen, but I like Bleachers. Well, he 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 has like more young guy energy than than old guy energy, but he also seems like kind of a bit of an old man. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was gonna say so we the the last time we saw a live performance of him, and then to say this, air, put an air quotes on it was that we watched his performance on Saturday Night Live, which I did want to mention because it was we really... We did? Yeah, we did. He played, like, Chinatown, uh, which is the song that he does, I think, with Bruce Springsteen. But Bruce Springsteen wasn't oh, there. Oh, yeah, we talked about this, like, ten times last week. Yeah, I don't we even remember. Did. Anyway, but what was memorable about the show that I thought was really cute um, was that there was, like, some issue or whatever with his guitarist. So instead, he, like, got his dad to play guitar on SNL and his dad is like not a famous musician or anything like he plays music obviously but I'm like what an awesome gift from your kid yeah seriously <laughs> on SNL yeah be like hey dad what are you doing on Saturday night do you want to play music with me on Saturday Night Live also he's you couldn't find another fill-in so he's like oh dad dad please no I'm sure I, dad, I know dad obviously like dad wanted to choice. do it if it works out dad is first choice also he's doing a double bill either just having happened or about to happen, depending when you listen to this. Or when we post this. So Bleachers are doing a double bill (laughs) with Carly Rae Jepsen, which is like simultaneously the best and craziest thing in the world because that's Call Me Maybe, girl. Like, I was like, yeah, that's just like a good time. Um, And also, that's not how the microphone goes. So I hope that didn't get picked up. Sarah and I have often discussed that I like music that sounds like music that would play in like... At the end or in the middle of like a high school movie. Like a high school movie. But like high school movies in the 90s So and early 2000s. Or the 80s, kind of. Like a bit of an 80s vibe also. So he literally says that the band like named Bleachers uh, was inspired by like the disconnected darker side of suburban youth and John Hughes movies. Oh my God. That's exactly like you. Babe. I know. Oh my goodness. Are you guys best friends? Are you like soul brothers? Are we what? Soul brothers. Uh, soul brothers. I was like, I heard soul brothers. I was like, neither one of us are super in shape. Like you he's got, he's got some pretty good guns on him. Are you guys Jack. swole together? Yeah, we get swole. We get the gym together. Uh, um, yeah. So no, but seriously, that's like exactly if you, ever played music that would be I what i picture. I want the disconnected darker side of suburban john hughes movies that's what i want yeah. in my music that's the way to we should have just said john hughes movies instead mm-hmm. of like going into that whole thing mm-hmm. um obviously super talented musician i have just other weird stuff he's like won grammys or whatever because he did production on taylor swift he like co-wrote uh another song he's a with boss saint ass vincent bitch. did he produced uh some of saint vincent's work that he won a grammy for yeah it's crazy and, uh, That's what happens when you're talented, Keith. Anyway, so the song <laughs> that I selected is obviously one of his newer ones. Uh, I already mentioned that I Want to Get Better is really great. Roller Coaster is also really great as one of his older tracks. But this is a new sh- music show, so we're going to listen to How Dare You Want More. Still my mother, still my wheel, yeah. 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 Still my mother, crying. 
guitar solos, dueling back and forth with saxophone solos. Saxophone! I feel there's only one place to get that at Oshiag on Saturday, and it's probably watching Bleachers. Most likely. Most um, likely. Also... Like, there might be 10% chance that someone else will There is a, a dueling guitar with saxophone? I don't know. I feel there's, there's not much more there. Um, so also, set list heads up, because for some reason, I like to signal cover songs on, <laughs> on upcoming set lists. It's true, you do. The set list that uh, Bleachers are currently touring with has two covers on it. Which ones? One, a song called Jersey Girl, which was popularized, which was recorded like, in like 1981 originally by Tom Waits, and popularized in like 1984, like three years later, from obviously New Jersey's own Bruce Springsteen. And That's why I'm laughing. And, uh, and Jack Antonoff is also obviously from New Jersey and is the like, has a song Chinatown with Bruce Springsteen and clearly from his sound uh, loves Bruce Springsteen more than anything. So that, that cover makes sense. That song is older than me. That song is older than him, probably. Yes. Um, and also the other cover is uh, wild, is a, a cover of, by a band called The Chicks and the song is called Texas Man, which is like a hilarious pop country song that only came out in like 2020. So I, I don't know if he knows someone in the band. I don't know, but this sounds like not my jam. I'm sure they just kind of pump it up and make I it I need fun. to hear it. But you just said like two words that it blend together that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So if, if you just watch the video for... Um, how dare you want more? Like I said, it is like a live concert video. So it gives you the vibe of like their energy. Like they're, they're. He means business about like the John Hume movies. Cause he's wearing dress shoes with jeans. Yeah. And a t-shirt. It's a good look. And like, yeah, no, but that's like a classic like, teenage. Look? Yeah. Teenage John Hughes in the eighties, nineties. So now we're going to pump it up. Well, not really. I mean, but not not really. But not not really. I think one of the older performers at Oshiaga. What? Really? I didn't look up the age. We're talking about... Caribou? Yeah. Slash Daphne? Yes. I didn't look up his age. He's 44. So it's not like the older... He's older than everyone we've talked about on the show. Really? Yeah. Oh. Most people are in their, like, 30s or whatever, like... Okay, well, he's, you're talking like he's ancient. He's 44. That's uh, one of the older people. Okay. Sorry for the people in their 40s listening I am, to I'm this not, podcast. I'm not, like, trying to age shame. He's age shaming you. you Win Butler is 42. The lead singer of Arcade Fire is two years younger than Caribou. Or Daphne. Or Daphne, yes. I'm just telling you, believe me, one of the older performers at the show, guarantee you, Cannot believe it. Cannot believe it. So, fun facts. Canada's own. Canada's own. I didn't even know. He's from Ontario. Yeah. I, like, honestly, I had no idea. I didn't know, like, we can have such, like, really cool music other than Arcade Fire and, like, a bunch of other bands. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> Death from above listens. I know. I know. <laughs> I love you. Jesse, we're sorry. Jesse. I love you. I will leave Keith for you. I mean, oh God, 
damn it. She doesn't mean it. <laughs> Shereen and I will come and take care Stop. of your goats. No, now you're embarrassing Shereen. <laughs> I wish that she listens to this now. Anyway. She does sometimes. I know, but this one specifically. Uh-huh. So, Caribou tricks me because um, it's also Daphne. Mm-hmm. Makes back and forth. Yes. Guess what? A song like two months ago, Caribou. One week ago, fucking Daphne. I will say on Google Play Music right now. It's if you, Daphne. If you, if you Google Caribou, <laughs> like some, somehow they know. So hats off to the person who figured it out. If you Google Caribou, it will redirect you to Daphne. Yeah, which I thought was a bug. And then I was like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did this before. Uh, Sizzlin' was like the last EP or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now it's Cherry with Daphne. Cherry's a single. Oh, yeah. Signal. Single. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I can't speak English. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't even remember which one is Caribou. They ha- Wait, hold on. I'll have to tell you in a minute. So it's on the Blue Album. So Cherry is Daphne. That I know. Yeah. Cherry is released under Daphne. You can do it is, the, uh, is Caribou. The sing- that's the single he came out with last year. But that's Caribou. Caribou. Yeah. And then this year, I said three months ago, but I actually meant like last year because mm-hmm. I don't know how time, time works. Time is a flat circle. Um, yeah. And then Cherry was this year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's going back and forth. Like, dude, you're confusing me. Um, also, other fun facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot them all because I suck at taking notes like what you said. Yep. And you cut me off about him being Canadian. Because that was the only thing that I really had. You <laughs> only really had. I got um, one. I got two. And I'm trying to look for all of my tabs, and I accidentally closed them. So, it's t- wow. I'm great, guys. And you were giving me shit at the beginning of the show for, like, pressing record when a train was going by, when you don't even have any notes. <laughs> uh, so. Wait, why is he also known as Manitoba? Do you know why? Yes, I do. That I, You see perfect segue. I do know why. Um, so he released two albums as Manitoba. Um, and then some guy from a punk band called The Dictator's Handsome Dick Manitoba sued uh, Daniel Victor Snaith, who is Caribou slash Daphne, uh, for trademark infringement, even though they had released no albums under that name, just that they were a name. But and did they have it? Like they had it trademarked. I don't if you have it trademarked, it's theirs. It was they had never released music under Doesn't the matter. names Manitoba or Handsome Dick Manitoba. And apparently it was one of those things where it was it's like American precedent. He like in Canada it wasn't and it just had to do with because there was like weird performance precedent. Anyway. Because so I then, remember Manitoba. So then yeah, but that was a, like two thousand yeah. I mean this is Up in Flames he released first as Manitoba. That was two thousand three. Like we were oh, listening yeah. to music then. Music? Uh, what is this? Yes. Uh, and then he changed his name to uh, Caribou. Also, it, for people who don't know, uh-huh. Caribou is like synth housey music. Mm-hmm. So Intelligent dance music, they call intelligent. it. Intelligent. Also, oh, this is the quote that I was looking for, but I don't have the quote. So I'm going to like botch it completely. So let me, let me try to paraphrase. Mm-hmm. Cherry, the song that I actually chose, which mm-hmm. is what we're going to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um it's like a snake eating itself is how he describes the song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. And that killed me. And I accidentally closed it because I wanted to read the actual quote that he wrote because I thought it was, I was like sitting on the thing and then I laughed out and almost spilled my drink um, while sitting on a bench and everyone looked at me. So it was fun. So when Thank he talks about his music, 
he often is like kind of weird and self-deprecating. He described his overall music as original, but I would still call it trivial. When he that's describing his music, and I think that one of the reasons why he's this way about music is why? he has a PhD in mathematics. Oh my God, we talked his about this. His brother is also like a, mathemat- an, an, like, a mathematician, yeah. and his father was like a like an employed mathematician. He comes from a family of mathematicians, so. Like, I feel that he's, like, he's just making music for shits. Like, or for maths. For math. <laughs> for maths. Okay, I, re- I got the quote, guys. Uh-huh. Making this trap was just a matter of getting the snake to eat its own tail. See, this is this is what I read and fucking died. It's all math, baby. And, yeah, I that was great. I thought that was amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that. I found the article. I don't know who it's from, but I'm on the thing. Pitchfork. Oh, look at that. Thank you, Pitchfork. We're going to listen to... Cherry. Cherry. Oh. in your body my so that was intense it Sarah. was it's um, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and then and then like caribou stuff is more like <sighs> so yeah we were gonna i was also on that list of top 500 songs of all time can't do without you yeah like okay I, i'm sorry for ruining it i ruin everything it's fine anyway i can't, can't do without do you without is like you. also like an all-time beautiful like electronic it really is it's really nice if it plays i'm gonna let you touch me even if i'm sticky yeah i don't like keith touch me in public Mm because it's hot yep this is what marriage is kids all you like 20 year olds listening being like i want to find the love of my life it's going to oceaga and not being allowed to touch your wife yeah no touching gross no touching anyone it's gross it's sticky hot if you're touching me, please stop. Unless we're jumping, then you can touch. And then, then you touch. <laughs> Jeez, Sarah. <laughs> uh, other thoughts on Caribou? I don't remember. I, I really just got like immersed into the songs. Uh-huh. <laughs> any other? Any last thoughts, Keith? I I gave my last thoughts, which was uh, "Can't Do Without You" is one of my like all-time tracks. Yeah, I think honestly that's like how everyone will know who Caribou is when you're like, "Oh, who's Caribou?" Yeah. Like, oh, it, Caribou. If, if, if that Daphne track sounded like very intense and whatever else like that, know that Caribou is a lot more muted. And maybe do yourself a favor and look up uh, "I Can't Do Without You" to get a, a vibe of Caribou. Yeah, or even like you. So can't, he's billed as Caribou. Wait, 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 but you can also do "You Can't Do It." I meant you can do it, not mm-hmm. can't. Because um, there's also can't do without you. So, you know, I just like mush the my yep. words together. I got it. Um, but yeah, you can do it. It's also like same vibe. It's not like Yeah, yeah, the caribou stuff is more mellow. And he's, a, and he's like build Technical schnitz. He's like build as caribou. So I imagine it's going to be more the caribou vibe. Yeah, I feel but like he's going to mix a little bit into it. Maybe though, if he's like late night at the electronic stage, though, he's going to get a little Daphne in there. Oh, for sure. You but know? I think he's going to do a little bit of both, you know? Maybe. Um, so I f- bounced back and forth on who I was going to pick. 
And well, I landed on Tyrone Frampton, aka Slow Tie. Uh, just because he's like fun to talk about. <laughs> like, there's so your many music, not so much. So but you're I, fun to talk about. Yeah, like no, I used I'm to listen joking. to the streets a lot, and there's like, there is a through line from the streets to Slow Tie, like that, like grimy, like UK. Rap. I like how you think that you were like going back and forth, but you wouldn't stop talking about him to everyone. Like, all of our friends came over and you were talking about them the whole time. No. Yes. Disagree. You don't even realize. I don't think so. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, there's a million bands on Saturday that I, know, I, I know, but also you, talk about. I know, but you were like, I can't believe you thought that you were going back and forth. I was like, I, you, I literally you listened to it the second that you heard it. And, you're like, and I was like, yes. Yeah, I understand. This is you. I, yes, I get it. This is the other side of you. Anyway, so. Keith wishes he was a hooligan. Like a British hooligan yeah. who uh, was kind of got like, not not like got famous, but like made like got really big in his anti-Brexit stance. Obviously, he yeah. did like performances called like "Nothing Great About Britain" and whatever else. He also got into trouble in 2019 uh, because he held a fake severed head of Boris Johnson on stage. Oh yeah, that's too. That's super illegal. That's. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's super illegal. And especially, like, somehow, I feel like in England. Like, I feel like in England, it's somehow worse. Like, I think it's bad in any country. I mean, not to say somehow worse. I'm sure there's some countries, like dictatorships and whatever, where you're, you, you, you're not allowed to do that at all. But, like, I feel that, like, when this guy is, like, you know, like, he's talked bad about the queen. Now it's, like, the prime minister. Like, there's more British stuff. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. So he's 27 years old. He features on the track Momentary Bliss by Gorillaz. Gorillaz started in 1998 when he was four. So, which is wild. Me too. To, yeah, which is wild to me. It's a little bit like Parcels and Daft Punk in a way where you're like, oh, I'm like on this track with someone that has been like making music that is like in like been around and influencing me my entire life like yeah. this band has existed for my entire life and is like top tier band and now you're like rapping bars on a gorillas track that's crazy um the other reason that he popped up and the the tiebreaker for for slow tie was that he just literally made the news. Uh, we're recording this on June 2nd. So he made the mu- news like this last weekend, I want to say. Um, so or, he Or like two weekends ago, depending when this is up. Yeah, exactly. I just said it said June 2nd. I said June 2nd. Last weekend as of June 2nd is what I just said. We're recording this on June 2nd. Oh. So when I say, even though you're I list- didn't realize that it was June 2nd. You're listening to this probably on June this, 6th. This is how much I know yep. that's happening in the world. Anyway, the so... Date. He's, South. like, now dating Anne-Marie, who's, I think, also, like, a British star of some sorts. Whatever. Not important. So, John Legend was having an intimate performance in London. And uh, Slow Tie apparently... Crashed it? S- not crashed it, but was just, like, getting up. Like, this is their first time out as, like, a couple. And, like, they're both English okay. stars. So, like, you know, like, in England, paparazzi is, like, even bigger yeah. than it is in like anywhere else so everybody was like noticing so what's it film- called page six yeah like yeah exactly that's oh it. not page six maybe channel four 
I don't Channel know. Channel 4. Channel 4, page 6, whatever it is. It's Channel 4, page 6 in the States. Sure. Um, anyways, he was, like, screaming at a bouncer. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> anti-establishment, anti-politician slow tie um, yells at the doorman saying, do you know who my family are? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, who is his family? I don't know. I don't know who his family is. <laughs> but um yeah <laughs> just so maybe he just really wanted to say it anyway and this was the tie-in do so you know who my family is <laughs> exactly um he also has a had a couple of collaborations whatever um he had did a song with denzel curry mm-hmm. who we love um and now here's the tie-in i was like but you know slow tie yes keep your shit together because he has a collaboration song with uh, ASAP Rocky. I just paid. Called Mazza. And I wonder if they're going to do well, a thing together. I mean, they're on the same they're day. They're both there, but like you never know. Like Usually they just come and they go, right? Yeah, so. exactly. Oh, I mean, and as we've, sa- as we've discussed, will ASAP Rocky even be there? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> he has some legal troubles. To take care of. Well, we'll see. We will see. Anyway, um, the song that I chose from Slow Tie is a song called Vex. Vex? Vex. because it's in a diner but i also don't like the video because it's house of a thousand corpses in the middle she says people eating yeah i know but it looks like house of a thousand Close corpses. Of people eating also you don't know what that is like watch it because it's really great and you're a baby <laughs> and, and i love you who's next babe uh it's your girl bia yeah so First of all, she's cool as fuck, okay? I'm going to Okay. Have, I got <laughs> I'm a lot. ready. I got a lot. I don't even know if you're ready. Okay? I'm Hold ready. On. I'm ready to learn about this Bianca. Feb- this February, uh-huh. she has a makeup line uh-huh. with Dolls Kill. I did mm. not know. I'm going to check it out mm. and spend all my money. Um she's cool as fuck. She's like I don't know if you guys know her, but if you don't if you don't know who she is, uh-huh. you got to listen to her. She's rap. Uh, she's from Boston? She's from Massachusetts. Medford. Medford. Medford, Massachusetts, which is a, which is <laughs> which is a bad part of Massachusetts. Yeah. We have friends <laughs> from Boston who uh like it is it is Boston adjacent, but like yeah, that's a yeah. that's a rough spot. Thank you cuz I was like looking at you like what is it called? Yes. Um, cause again, I suck, but, um, she's also like, I love her style. Mm-hmm. Oh, someone put it as like, she's like high fashion priestess. 
Okay. I don't remember where I read that. Because you're anyway, terrible at taking, but she's, doing anything. And I was like, yes. Uh-huh. I was like, yes. Okay. And then this is where it all gets crazy because I started looking into it. And uh-huh. anyway, well, it's not crazy, but this is where it gets like juicy. But okay. not like really juicy. Okay. Well, how about, anyway. you know, stop burying the lead or whatever I'm and gonna tell bur- us. I buried the lead. Okay. Nothing you say can possibly be as exciting as you've just made it. No, I didn't. It's not exciting. It's actually like really cool of what she's so done. So tell us. What she's done is she's been advocating to get Lauren Smith Fields' uh, death basically investigated. Mm-hmm. And she's she like reached out a lot with um, to her family, to the lawyer and things like that. Basically, it's fucked up. She went like... Um, Lauren Smith Fields went on a date mm-hmm. with a th- like a 10 year old, 10 years older than her mm-hmm. guy, a uh, white dude from Bumble. And then she was dead the next day. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, don't worry. He's just a nice guy. Her, first of all, Lauren's parents didn't even fucking know what happened to her. The cops didn't even call her. They found out by their fucking, uh, what's it called? Superintendent, whatever you know. Superintendent. Superintendent, or whatever, like from the building when they went to go look for her because they're like she hasn't been answering. Like what's wrong? And so even uh, Nicki Minaj also, I think it was her, um, messaged about you know the fact that this was not even a case being considered, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, it's just a drug overdose. She took fentanyl, but then it's like pre fucked up because. Um, she went on a date and the guy says he just woke up and she wasn't uh, alive anymore and there's blood on her nose but it's like the bed is covered in blood from the parents because like, obviously the parents saw the, the apartment mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there was condom found but you know totally fine and so the and so Bia is like so she's advocating for like yeah she's like trying to support exactly and she's trying to support the family as much as she can uh i don't know if like she's helping with the lawyer or anything like that Mm -hmm. in terms of fees but she said she's doing as much as she can and i was like that is fucking awesome because she wants to use her platform to help people Mm -hmm. which i totally get especially women of color um and i really 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 thought that was amazing that she's just not like I'm a badass bitch with fucking cool clothes and I'm going to talk about shopping and shit that you can't afford me because you can't because she's amazing. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I found that was really cool. Mm -hmm. But, like, she's like, no, you got to use your platform to help people and she's doing it. Um, Also, like, other thing that I didn't know is that, like, she's Pharrell's, like, uh, protege 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 thank you i uh-huh. don't remember how to say the word but yeah so well, Bianca, like, i was gonna say she has you like you are a queen it's like she has endorsements from like well spoilers to the song j cole yeah so i mean i don't know if you heard about how j cole got to be involved in this track or not Mm, no okay so i'll save that for after the track because you're playing london right yeah we're playing okay. london uh but also she had it's endorsements as release. you said with like Nicki minaj obviously there's russ uh like russ she featured on uh russ's track uh best on earth yeah in like 2019 and this like 
pumped her up to the next level because uh like Rihanna shared it and said like this is my favorite song right now and apparently then it made like a TikTok like hashtag best on earth challenge which is people dancing to the track. Technically it's a Russ track but like she features like heavily on also, it. Also I said Nicki Minaj and I fucked up. It was Cardi B. I'm really sorry cuz I know they have beef. Well Nicki Minaj also supports her so Oh okay. So Cardi and Nicki both support BF. All right. Perfect. So we're going to listen to London? Yeah, we're going to listen to London. Man tell me he like me, he want to fuck me very likely. Yes. <laughs> Can't even that's honor true. it, man. I think that's true. Yeah. I'm in London, I like to go and shop at the mall, shop at the Prada, shop at the store, shop in the drop and stop in Dior. Louis Vuitton, cover my toes, throw my trousers, look at my bricks, these are my tennis, look at my shoes, look at my shoes, chrome hot socks and sandals, men's outside in crocs Sarah and shambles. Sarah was just what, spending the entire music video, jaw drop, just jaw dropped, wanting uh, basically all of Bia's clothes and tea parties. And like confidence? <laughs> confidence? Uh, I so want to go to that tea party. So yeah, so apparently, so she comes in uh, to like consult with J. Cole on providing tracks vocals on one of his tracks and then like there's just like a real brief meeting or whatever else and then she's like oh by the way like do i want your thoughts on something and played london which was basically like done at the time and he was like can i get on this track essentially that is sick and so obviously you don't say no j cole and she's even said this is like as like a, as a like uh um as like a, a a driving sense of motivation, she's like, "This is why you put everything you have into everything because you don't know when you're gonna play a track for J Cole and then end up with J Cole on, on that your track. track." Yeah, she's like, "It wasn't even necessarily." She's like, "I just wanted like his opinion on it. Like, it was not like." But the best is like it's her track. Yeah, like, it is her track, yeah. and he was like, "I want to get on that," and he was like, and then even when he shared it, he was like, "He's like, I feel bad that no one will ever like hear the raw version." That, like, I heard, because he's, like, now this is, like, obviously, like, finished. But he was, like, he's, like, it was so intense that I was, like, he was, like, I was nervous about going on it because I was worried I might mess it up. But he was, like, but I want to get on this track because I love it so much. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. That's why you always go 110%. Don't dial it in. Yeah. Um, We're sticking in the world of uh, badass hip-hop ladies sarah tell me tell me tell me you can guess no tell me tell me tell, tell me, me tell me tell me um i already know but tell uh, me <laughs> i already know but tell me uh sampa the great is coming on saturday um so she dropped the return as her first full-length album in 2019 uh and i was like even before she was like booked for Oshiaga, i was like She's going to blow up and go off the charts and all that stuff. And uh, then the pandemic happened. And then she had... That's true. Yeah. It's so true. Like... I, I like, didn't Not to say that it, like, it. necessarily prevented her from blowing up. Like, we're going to talk about, like, where she's literally just played a couple shows uh, in a second. Uh, but, like, like, I feel that, like, she blew up, like, instead of, kaboom! <laughs> like, like yeah. she still had, like, that album was amazing um so then she went to zambia uh so she like was born i want to say in zambia but then like grew up in australia 
and then went to Zambia during the pandemic. And then due to pandemic restrictions, basically I got like half stuck there, but then decided to live there for like the next two years, which was not her plan when she like went down. So she was like, it was wild because she's like, even though I'm from here, I was like really learning about my roots and everything. Like Yeah, because now you're like there and you're not like visiting and you're there for yeah. like a couple of years and it's like there's no tourists or anything you know coming and going so um so yeah that that that's crazy so she uh has been touring lately with a full uh 14 piece band where everyone in the band is from zambia that is amazing uh so she's as she will if if Hopefully, they're still touring with her by the time they get to Oshiaga. But that like would be so, honestly, on like in, in Oshiaga with like a big band like that, it's yeah. going to look so fucking cool. So, as she points out, she's like, this is the first Zambian band to play at Coachella and the Sydney Opera House uh, and uh, also the Forum in Australia. That's amazing. So, obviously, she's like, so some of her performances, because she's, like I said, she is Zambian, but also from Australia, like grew up like back and forth like australia kind of has like claimed her like people say like australia like she's won awards that are typically like like best australian whatever and stuff like that like they're they're junos okay so like that's what i'm saying like it's she's both is what i'm saying it's like like she is and she even she says she's like absolutely i'm zambian but like it's to say i did not grow up in australia would be false also yeah exactly so you're not both so that's that's what they're saying. It's like I'm not ser- necessarily saying that like it's like when so when I'm just what I'm trying to say is she would count Australia as one of her like home shows, uh, so much so that like she did a like when she was playing I think I don't know if it was at the Opera House or the Forum. This is like all this past weekend again. Yeah. This past weekend being relative, uh, she played both shows were like over two hours long and like she mixed in like wow, poetry and like all other like very mixed media stuff and whatever yeah. yeah so it was crazy so she says yeah she was like um <clears throat> she's like it was really exciting for her also to like bring her band on these tours and have them play coachella and stuff because like they are zambia musicians who never thought they would be playing anywhere like other than zambia basically <laughs> so uh yeah fucking super cool um She's been into, like, hip-hop and stuff, like, her whole life. She apparently... The first time she heard hip-hop was Changes by Tupac. And then she was like, I want to do that. And then she kind of... Uh, that inf- she can because she's amazing. Because she can. And then, uh, inspired by Lauryn Hill, she started rapping uh, in high school. Uh, so she has a new album coming out this year. So she, like, recorded an entire album down uh, in Zambia. Uh-huh. So, I mean, so she's going to maybe... So this is the year where she's going to be a super blow up. Yeah. And it's probably going to be like with the full band, like you said, right? I hope so. Like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. This is where I'm nervous. I'm nervous, Oshiaga. I'm like nervous where she is on the billing where I was like, yo, she has a two hour set and you're going to like force her to cut it to like 40 or 45. It's going to be so sad. I know, Keith. It's okay. Anyway, but I'm just saying is hopefully she has a full band and hopefully there's like a like i'm sure she'll make the most out of like 45 minutes or whatever that she has it but it's like those like the longest sets possible are like an hour and a half at oshiaga <laughs> and sh- she's halfway down the headliner list um so the track that i chose is uh, one of her new albums off of her new album that is yet to come out um and it's called lane 
And it's also featuring Denzel Curry. So Denzel Curry has also been just collaborating with people all over the place, which is the best because he's also one of my favorites. Uh, but yeah, but this is Sampa the Great. This is oh yeah, in the realm of like, hey, we like weird little films. This is like a tiny film and then a music video. <laughs> cool. Right. I also have other information about Bia that I totally forgot. Wow, because you're a professional. You can tell me about after this I'm gonna video. Tell you, I'm going to tell it to you. This after, is Sampa's time. I'm going to tell you after Sampa's time. Sit down, Sarah. Sitting. Sit down. I'm sitting. Well, now I'm standing. But not really. Okay. This is Lane by Sampa the Great. Sarah's Bia time is over. Okay, Sampa needs to definitely work with like a museum uh, curator. Like, you know, those rooms where you go in and immerse yourself, and then like there's like the lights and shit that do it's stuff. Like not a museum, but like a like a, a, a sensory experience. Yeah, or but something. it's like still like a museum. No, but like a museum is a very specific thing, and it's anyway. like, it's, anyway. Because I felt, yes, because I felt like I was in one of those rooms mm -hmm. and it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, also, we did see Sampa do a live stream mm -hmm. with like a bunch of people. So it might have been, it might be the same band. Yeah, it may be. Um, and those costumes were beautiful. So I really mm -hmm. hope that it like she takes some of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love her designs all the time. Like everything that she does is beautiful. Awesome. Anyway, um, Sampa is uh, definitely one of my like absolutely absolute can't miss. Yeah. It would take a hell of a conflict. And even then, I don't. I I don't know on this roster who would drag me away from Sampa. I don't think it's possible. I don't think so either because. Like, you really like her. And you really she, like her? No, but, like, she does, like, she, again, she puts her heart into it. Yeah, it's different. Right. You know when you, like, you go see a concert and you, like, see someone who's just, like, just going through the emotions? Like Odessa. Yeah. <laughs> this no is, shade to Odessa. I don't, I don't think she will go through the emotions. No. I mean, we've seen, we have not seen her live. Because obviously, like I said, all of her tours got canceled. Uh, but yeah, her, we've seen video of her live, and she she's a, a very, very, very compelling, magnetic performer. Um, so this was Oshiaga Saturday. P.S. Something about Bia. Yeah. Um, this is what, two things that I forgot to mention. So if you this don't, episode isn't if like you don't want to, I know. But if you don't want like to go see her, but you're like a sports or you don't know who she is and you're a sports fan, uh -huh. you might just fall in love with her anyways. Cause like she's into hockey. Uh, she's in hockey. Heat, so uh -huh. and that's another reason the why Bruins. you got to come. You got to come with me. She's a fan of the Bruins though. That's not a good thing at all. Whatever. It's still hockey. Down with the Bruins. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is that she just got nominated for the Latin Grammys. Oh, cool. Like yesterday. So like a week ago. Yeah, <laughs> that w I was like, "There's something big, there's something big." But of it's course, I closed all my fucking yeah, tabs because I suck. Yeah, because you're a professional journalist. Um, so this was 
part one of Oshiaga Saturday. Part two, stay tuned. There's so many amazing acts on Saturday. Like, I genuinely don't know who is going to be... I mean, it's going to be tough to beat this episode because we just had Bia and Sampa. So, mm-hmm. mm, how are we going to do it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Stick around. As always, uh, we'll see you or slash hear from you in two weeks for Saturday part two. And there's He's talking directly to me because yeah. we don't talk to each other other, talk than, to each other than this podcast. There is, when by the time you listen to this, I think less than 60 days until Oshiaga. Oh my God. Is oh it really happening? God. Is it's it happening? Really happening? It's happening. I don't believe it yet. It's, it's happening. Bye. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening. Obviously, if you enjoyed the show, uh, tell your friends about it. Talk to us. You can, wherever you saw the show, feel free to engage with us. We're both very friendly. I uh, promise you. Uh, just to let you know that all audio clips are copyrighted to their respective owners and used solely with the intention of promoting Oshiaga. Uh, the intro song that we use, or intro and or outro song, is uh, Paradise Engineering uh, instrumental version by Yacht and is licensed under a attribution non-commercial share like 3.0 United States license. Um, just so you know, if you do enjoy the show and like our vibe, uh, we do run a website called 9to5.cc where we have a bunch of other podcasts on the show. We have Go Plug Yourself where we talk to interesting Montrealers and we have 9ES which is more of a pop culture show. So if that either of those two things seem like your vibe, uh, go check out 9to5.cc. Um, otherwise, can't wait to see you at Oshiaga. Bye. 9to5.cc Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.